Alright, last week we ended uh, chapter 6 in Matthew. This week we're going to continue in chapter 7. Uh, we're not exactly sure how far we'll get tonight, um, but we'll try to cover the section of judging others, um, ask, seek, and knock, and maybe get into the narrow and wide gates. Um, just real quick, do you remember what we discussed last Wednesday? No, you don't remember what we discussed last Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> That's the topic. Hold up, boy, if it's here. Yeah. Hold on, talk about how we need gas. How we need prayer for our gas tanks. Remember, it was fasting, treasures in heaven. Yeah. Treasures in heaven and do not worry. Do not worry. Okay. Um, so, if you don't remember, um, I have recorded it and it is on a web link that I can send to you guys if you want it. You can go back and you can listen to it. Um, but let's go ahead, chapter 7. Remember, at this point in time, Jesus is still on the mountain, and he's still speaking to uh, a group of people. He, he's First, he's speaking to his disciples, but of course, anybody else who is around at the time, um, there's most likely a large crowd gathered around him by now. Um, we remember, We can we can see that he's probably gained a fairly large reputation, okay? Um, and his reputation will, will only grow as, as time goes on, and we'll see that through Scripture. So, starting in chapter 7, we have the little heading that says, Judging Others. Um, I figure we can probably get what we're talking about just from that little subheading that summarizes everything. Um, it says, Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged, and with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you, th- why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, Let me take the speck out of your eye, when you, all the time, there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Okay, let's stop right there. Did you get that? What is what is Jesus saying? Don't go to people for their little things when you have a big thing that you work out in your own life. Okay, anybody else? You agree, disagree? You agree? Okay. Um... So, so, so you have a plank in your eye, but you're going to go judge somebody else. So, a plank. Big old board. Big old board. I want you to... Opposed to your little piece of dust. Yeah, opposed to a little piece of dust. You know, think you're, if you can visualize that, you know, think of this dude. He's got this really big old plank, two by four, two by four in his eyeball. Okay. Now, is that overthinking it? I don't, I don't think so, because I think a lot of times... You know, we're quick to we're quick to make a judgment about somebody, but then forget, you know Exactly. Very well put. You know, how ridiculous we might look or or our fault. You know, the faults that we have may just be, you know, as big. You know? Um so he, he does make this statement. He says, Wait a minute now. 
watch, watch out and don't judge. You know, this, in the first two, two verses, he says, do not judge. So that seems to be pretty important when he says, do not judge, which is actually, can be a difficult thing, you know, um, to not do. You know, I mean, on a daily basis. Today. Let me ask you today, because I'm sure most of you probably interacted with at least one person, right? Did you judge? Did you make a judgmental, um, either just have this judgmental thought or, you know, this, you just judge this person? Yes. I know I did. I'm very quick to, to, (laughs) (laughs) I'm very quick to, to judge somebody, you know, um. And and I really, I really do my best not to. You know, lately I've been really conscious about when I judge somebody, especially when I drive. I'm, you know, I turn into a, you know, I'm not I'm not a good driver. <laughs> I mean, driving wise, I am a good driver, but I turn into one of those um, bad drivers because I'm like getting on to people when they're driving <laughs> because you know um, somebody will do something, and I'm sitting there thinking, it's like, what were you thinking? Why are you doing this? And I'm sitting there thinking. Why am I really even talking to this person this way? I mean, I'm sure they have a reason why they did. I mean, not that they can hear me, but, you know, I'm making this judgmental statement. Even at times, I'm like, it's like, you're so dumb because you did this. And, you know, and, and, you know, the Holy Spirit really convicts me very quickly. Or your wife. Or, yes, my wife also convicts me. She says, what's wrong with you? Like, get over it. Yeah, yes, I get that quite often. You know, so we have to remember there's a consequence I mean, if you didn't kind of notice it in here, there is actually a consequence to judging people. Did you catch that in here? What, what was it? Do you remember? It says, do not judge or you too will be judged. So if, if I judge you, then, then I too will be judged. Okay, so now, how will I be judged? Okay, it says it right here in verse 2. For in the same way that you judge others, you will be judged, and with the measure that you use, it will be measured to you. Does that make sense? So, however, if I judge Holly, then I will be judged the same exact way that I judged her, in the same way that I measured, the same measure if that makes sense. So the same, the same way I did that, to the same amount, to that same extent, you know, maybe if it was through, through anger or hatred or arrogance or pride, then I too will be judged. You know, maybe it won't be God who judges me. Maybe it'll be somebody else who I turn around and they treat me the same way that I treated Holly. You know, so you have to remember that there are these consequences and Jesus is letting us know. He's like, look, there are consequences to, to you judging someone, okay? And, and it can be difficult, especially if you work in, in an environment where, you know, sometimes it's easy to judge someone because of their actions or because of what they've done or what they did, you know, or maybe what they're going to do, you know? Um, now, that also runs a fine line. And we kind of will go back to that, but I want to get through this. Um, because you hear people a lot that say, they'll say something, and then they'll say, don't judge. 
okay? So it runs a really fine line, and you have to be careful, all right? To judge someone before you know them, and you haven't even met them, you're, maybe you don't really know what's going on in their life, you know, is really what we're talking about. Don't judge them, okay? But what happens if I plant, I have this seed, and I plant it in the ground, and the seed grows, and it turns into a really big apple tree. And I looked at that tree, and I said, you are an apple tree. Now, I did make a judgment, right? But, what's the difference between, what's the difference between that judgment and me sitting there making a judgment against someone? It's not a bad judgment? Or is the truth? I don't know. Mm -hmm. yes. It is. Because I said you're an apple tree. Well, what was it? It, 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 it? And it grew up to be after. It had fruit to show us. It had fruit to show me that um, it was an apple tree. Okay? Now, the reason why I want to bring this up, because a lot of people are very quick to say, they use this, this statement or this, this thought or this phrase, oh, don't judge. Um... But we still have to be careful, okay? Um, I'm trying to make this so where you understand it. To go up to someone that you never know and sit there and say, you're stupid. I don't know what you were thinking. You've been sitting here in line all day long, and you could have moved forward. What's going on? You could have used half of your brain, which I'm probably sure you probably don't have. Now, that's a pretty harsh judgment, right? Now... I've never met this person in my entire life, right? But, what happens if there were things that you knew that were, that showed irresponsibility, that showed carelessness? See, you read the fruit from someone, am I right? Now, it doesn't mean you still need to be ugly, but you read the fruit, okay? Now, you've determined the differences between one doctor and another, right? Why? You made, a health, you made some kind of a judgment between the, the experience at your doctor's office versus the experience at the hospital. What was your judgment? What and was your was judgment? What was better than the other? That one was better than the other. Why was one better than the other? They produced some kind of fruit. They produced something that showed you. See what I'm saying? I'm not saying I'm not saying real fruit, but that's what we talk about. You produce things. You you show things that say this person is this kind of this kind of person who has this kind of attitude. This person, we can tell that they are, you know, they're rude, they're obnoxious, they're arrogant, they're prideful. So they're giving off these vibes. They're giving off these vibes that now, 
it's not that you're judging them. You're just seeing the kind of person they are. That doesn't mean that yeah, you need to go out. Down here a little bit, it talks, that's where it talks about trans. Okay, well, cool. <laughs> um, so then I'm going to stop, and we'll kind of go further into that um, in just a little bit. And that's where the that's where you'll understand the differencing the differences in in judging. And I probably should have just waited, and where it would have been a little bit more clear. Um, in verse six, it says, "Do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. If you do, they may trample them under their feet, and then tear you, turn and tear you to pieces." Does that make sense? Do not give. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. What does that mean? What's that mean? No idea. What's it? I mean, if you don't know, you don't know. I mean, it's okay. I've told you guys before. If you don't know, don't throw. Like don't throw like your your good stuff to <laughs> people that don't yeah. deserve it. But see, people that don't deserve it. Okay, don't give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. If you do, they will trample them under their feet and then turn and tear you to pieces. They're not going to care. And then they'll turn right around and throw you under the bus or do something to you. Say, talk behind your back. Now, why is he saying this? Because he put this, this is in the same section of judging others. Does it have anything to do with do not judge? Because we're talking about do not judge. Because if you do judge... You have to make a judgment as to who's the bad people and who's not. So you still have to make some kind of judgment, right? So somehow you have to make some kind of judgment to determine whether the person that you are with or around is, as we can say, a dog or a pig. Someone who is unhealthy to be around. Someone who might take something that's precious to you and completely crush it. Right? Does that make sense? So, at, so at, to some extent, you have to make some kind of judgment, but not judge them. Does that kind of make sense? Yes? No? I'm getting these nodding heads. You're either just going with the flow because you're tired or you really do understand. Okay. Um, so, do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. These are things that are precious. These are things that are important to you. These are things, whether, maybe it, you know, it could be, you know, you're sharing something with someone. You know, that to you is important. And that person doesn't care. And they take what you've shared with them. And they just, you know, they treat it like it's nothing. You know. Um, and then he says, he goes on, and he says, If you do, they will trample them under, under their feet and then turn and tear you to pieces. And then he immediately goes into, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. He who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be opened. So now what are we talking about? I mean, 
being blessed. About being blessed. Okay. What else? What are we? I mean, is that it? Ask, seek, knock. Sounds like three. Three guidelines or three rules. Ask, seek, and knock. He says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. He who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be opened. So if you don't ever do it, you're not ever going to get that chance. Exactly. Okay. So, if you're in prayer about something... And there's something that you you are desiring, wanting, let's say a job. And remember, we've already discussed that God, God already knows what you want when you go into prayer. He already knows what you want, right? But He wants you to ask. So, ask, and what would be the result of you asking? And it will be given to you. Okay? Seek. And what will happen? You will find it. Knock. And the door will be opened. Okay? Um, he goes on in verse 9 and says, Which of you, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Now, as a parent, think about that. You know, those of you, we have children or... Um, you know, you guys are niece, have nieces, uh, probably nephews. I think of it kind of the same way. It says, you know, um, if your son asks for bread, we'll give him a stone. Or if he asks for a fish, we'll give him a snake. If you then, though you are evil. Now listen, remember, let's put it in context. Who is he talking to? He's talking to the disciples. But I'm sure he's also talking to other people who are around him, you know. And there could be there could be some Pharisees standing there. There could be some some Sadducees, some teachers of the law standing there, who who obviously he's he's saying some of these things towards them, you know, confronting them with these issues. He said, "Look, you guys are judging. Quit judging, you know. You guys are, you know." He's and he says this as if you were evil. If you, though you are evil, know how to give, give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in Heaven give good gifts to those who ask Him? So if I know how to give a good gift to my son, if Sarah knows how to give a good gift to Levi, if we know how to give good gifts to our children, how much more is God going to give you a good gift? You know, that's what he says here. Um, just by asking. You know, I mean, you, if, if your daughter asks you for something, what's the one thing your daughter at, usually is always asking for? SpongeBob. And what do you do? She gets SpongeBob. <laughs> Layla is constantly asking, My cup! My cup! What does she get? Her cup. Unless I'm having a bad day. Uh, but, you know, do you see what I'm saying? You know, we're as parents or, or someone, you know, who's with children, you know, when they ask for something, 
you're gonna give it. You're gonna give it to them. You know, um, you wouldn't know they wanted it. You know, maybe you don't know they want it until they ask. You know, it's probably a good chance. You know your daughter. You know she likes SpongeBob. You know she's gonna ask, right? But what do you do? You wait until she asks. Okay, so we're parents, you know, or you know, if you watch children, you know how to give good gifts. Think how much more God is going to give to you and I when we ask. Okay, ask, seek, and knock. Um, so in everything, do to others as you would have them do to you, for this sums up the law and the prophets. Okay? You know, my dad always used, my dad called this the golden rule. So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. What does this say? Do to others as you would have them do to you. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Do you... I shouldn't say you. Do we, including myself, do you think we do that most of the time? Do you think we really treat people the way we want to be treated? You know, I think that's something we probably really need to think about. You know, and this whole this whole statement here is jumbled up in ask, seek, and knock. You know, um, if you want someone, if you want, um, if you want somebody to do something good for you, or if, then you should probably do something good for them. Ask, seek, and knock. If someone asks you to do something, maybe. You should do it for them. Because one day, you might need something from them. You know? Um, and, and so you get in an argument with your sister, and you turn around, you want to buy her, you want to borrow her, her shirt or sweater or makeup or a shoe or, or something like that. And how likely is that going to happen? Not likely. Not likely. You know. But, if, if you kind of did this in a way to where, you know, you guys were kind to each other. I know that don't probably happen very often, but I'm just saying. Let's just pretend. Can we pretend? Can we put on our imagination hats? Huh? You're kind? <laughs> But but how does that make how does that make you any different? If you're mean on the phone if you're mean on the phone, how does that make you any different in person? But apparently you're gonna be mad if you're gonna if they wake you up in person. This white side comes to y'all. You never do. Never ever see. Same. Same. You're not the nicest. I hear you whisper. I think I'm the nicest. I think I'm the nicest. Spending two days in the hospital with Nina. Yeah, she's pretty nice. 
<laughs> so. I'm very blunt, so I'm pretty sure I'm not nice. <laughs> so in everything, do to others as you would have them do to you. For this, he says, this sums up the law and the prophets. Okay? Um, the law and the prophets. Now, where does that come from? The law and the prophets. The three wise men. No. Jesus says, Jesus pretty much says, all this comes from the law and the prophets. He says, he's. Disciples. Disciples, yep. I always grab the bad one. Disciples, the great dancer. Levi. Cain. Law, Levi. Law, something. Law, pronouns. And prophets. Okay? I want you to remember this statement. Do, what did he say? And to others. Do to others. As you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. I want you to understand something. The law. Okay. There are six. I'm probably wrong. I have to go back and research this. But I'm just going to say it. There are probably about 600 and some odd laws. That had been instituted by God. Okay. Now. We can condense those laws. And the ones that we would say probably are the most important are the what? Ten Commandments. Okay. So, we have the Ten Commandments, right? Do you, does anybody remember what the Ten Commandments are? Okay, let's write this down. Is, Listen, hold on. Watch your words. Four is go to church on Sundays. Keep the Sabbath holy. Go to church on Sundays. Go to church on Sunday. No, there's four people in your four cards. Just so you know, the Sabbath is a Saturday. What? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Keep the Sabbath day holy. What? Yeah, Saturday. Church on Sunday. That means don't work because on Sunday. Because Sunday is the day that Jesus res was resurrected. Hold up. Someone taught me wrong. So we're going to retain We're supposed to rest on Saturdays? Yeah. Nobody told me that. Now we're double. We will go back. We will go back, and we will discuss that at a different time, a little bit deeper. But I want you to know this: we're just summarize the Ten Commandments. Is uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. No other God before. No other God. Make no idols. Three much words. Um. Right. Actually, um, do not misuse, not to profane, profane um, God's name, or in vain, or whatever. Um, Sabbath. Saturday. Five is three. Five is your parents. 
Oh, honor yeah, your honor. father and mother. Is this one greedy? Something of a person. Um, oh, steal. The next one is murder. No murder. Yeah, that's what I was that murder. No, this is murder. Okay. Are you in order? The next one is. Point help. No, no adultery. <laughs> no adultery. <laughs> oh, yeah, because these two are safer for my body. Okay. Um, then no Eight. stealing. Can I cut off her fingers? Then. <laughs> None is great. No. Nope. False testimony. No false testimony. And then after that, it says, no, do not covet. It says that it was greedy. What does that mean? It's being greedy. Covet, um, envy, it's like, not yeah, you're just like jealousy. wanting things yeah. that be jealousy, wanting something that, like, yeah, man, I want that. I want, I got to have this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So these are the laws. Okay. And here's the thing about these laws. These laws, these commandments seem to be, if you look, they're intertwined with each other. They're connected. No other God. Well, if you have another God, then apparently you must have an idol. Okay? And then there's probably a good chance that you probably have no problem using God's name in vain. Right? Okay? Um... And you're not really paying attention to the Sabbath because you're doing your own thing. Okay? Now, from here to here has to do with God. From here to here has to do with what could say your neighbor. D-I-G-H-B-O-R. Okay? Now, do unto others as you would have them do to you. Would you want someone to tell false testimony against you? Hmm? No. Would you want someone to steal from you? No. Would you want someone to covet what you have? Would you want someone to commit adultery with or murder? Or what about... What about honoring your father and mother? That's what that says. Yes. Yeah, that. <laughs> okay. So now, when you read this, because, see, it was the prophets who stood by this. So all the law and the prophets are summed up right there. <laughs> Apparently my daughter's uh, getting down. Man. Okay. <laughs> So now when you read that statement, do to others as you would have them do to you, because this sums up the law and the prophets, does it not make more sense? Because now we just took the Ten Commandments and everything that the prophets stood for, and we summed it up into do to others as you would have them do to you. We just took that whole thing of, and we said do to others as you would have them do to you because it sums up all the law and all the prophets. So, so that really affects the whole false testimony and the whole affects stealing and coveting and adultery and murder and, and honoring your father and mother and, and, about, and, and having no other gods and no idols. 
and using God's name in vain. So, so now, hopefully, that mystery of what the law and the prophets are has been revealed. Um, does that kind of does that make sense now? Yes. No. Oh, yes. Maybe. Okay. Yes. Okay. What about fact and opinion? An opinion and judgment. That's a good statement. Opinion. An opinion and a judgment. Your opinion about somebody. I think. It's not judging them, they're just saying fact about somebody. Depending on how your opinion is. I think it's like you said, it depends on if, if, you're, if you don't really know the person and you just have an opinion of them, then. But I mean, if you actually see something bad in them, that's kind of like you, you're just. Because mm-hmm. like, what if they rude first? Isn't there somewhere. <laughs> my name is completely wrong, so you correct me if I am. But isn't there somewhere in the Bible that says to like. Watch out, treat you know, like your brothers or whatever. Like if they start falling into sin, whatever you're supposed to like correct them and everything. Mm-hmm. We will we will get in more mm-hmm. into that because okay, there's that's why it, that line can be really blurry with people when you're talking about judging, judging others, making judgments, and then you know um, because it does say further into your Bible that. You are to judge those inside the church. Inside the church. Okay? Now, how do how do I understand that concept? I can make judgments, and Sarah can make judgments within our own house. Our house. Why? It's our house. So I know I know. Okay? I know what goes on and Sarah knows what goes on. And if she sees something that's not right, she makes this she makes this statement that says, "Michael, you need to stop, because you're doing this and you're doing that and you're acting this way." Is she judging? Yes, she's judging within the family, and she needs to to bring correction. Same thing for me. Now, do I need do I need to go to the person's house across the street, walk into their home, and say? You know what? You need to stop doing this. You need to stop doing this because you know what? You're doing this and you're acting this way. No. Why? It's not my right to judge that home. Does that make but does that make more sense when we talk about judging? What right do you have to go into someone else's house and judge them when you don't even know? Now, maybe if you went into that family and you stayed for a season and they brought you into their home and they gave you certain rights, or they gave you certain um, things that you could do, then you become part of that family. And then, as time goes, then yes, maybe you will have the right to bring a judgment if you see something that's wrong. But until then, you have no place to bring any kind of judgment. So that's what he's, un- that's what he's saying when he says, do not judge or you too will be judged. So yes, within your own family, so that's why within the church, yes, in the church, in the grand scheme of things, in the big church, we can make a judgment. Now, that still doesn't mean I need to go to some pastor on the side of the road and start making a judgment against him, okay? Um, does that kind of make a little bit more sense when you're talking about judgment? Can you give an 
example of what you're meaning by judging the church. Like, I mean, you can't be like... Okay, keep on. To judge the church is to say, okay, I'm seeing that this thing that you're doing is not right. Say, say you're teaching the wrong thing. Say I'm seeing someone teach the wrong thing. They're, 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 they're not teaching maybe a certain topic correctly. And I know that, that I know that it's wrong. Well, I would, it, I would have to stand up and make that judgment and say, I'm, you are not teaching this scripture in the right manner. In fact, you're teaching opposite of what Jesus says. Okay, does that make sense? That's kind of like a judgment. Okay? Can't necessarily like judge like individuals in the church. Well, yeah. So like, yeah, like if you see if you see them say, and you know that they're doing something that's right. against God's word. Say you know mm-hmm. on Facebook Friday night or whatever, so and so's out doing something that they probably shouldn't be doing. I don't know if I blast them all over the place now, on Facebook. No, I'm not saying that. But like, if I mean, you, you have the if I you mean, see if something, you see something from somebody in the church. Say. Should mm-hmm. you go up to them and approach it to them? There is actually an, a way it needs to be done. Um, scripture in Scripture it does specify, you know, if you see your brother in sin, you know, take go to him. If he does not change, take someone else. Go to him. Then have three, two others go with you. And if he still doesn't, you know, if he still doesn't change, he or she, then um, you are to. Um, Remove them from the body. Okay. Now, if you are seeing something that you probably need to go to Pastor Lynn, you need to take it to leadership. Okay. Well, the scenario, I mean, any of us, if I see something that's not right, I need to discuss this with Pastor Lynn because he is leadership. Okay. Um, so, it's going about judgment in the right way. You know, because it is a, it can be a sticky situation, and that line can be really blurred. You know, because yes, on one hand, you can make a judgment, but yet on the other hand, you can't in certain scenarios. So it's almost, you have to use discernment. Now, some Joe Blow down the street? No. Don't, you, is it your right to judge someone who is an unbeliever? This is my personal opinion. You know, I don't go judging you know, I do my I say I do my best not to judge someone who is an unbeliever for what they do because they don't know. They don't know. But someone who does know, someone who does know what you're to do and not to do, you know, and I see them doing these certain things because they're showing me that they're showing me that they do these things, then yes, I make that judgment. You know, I might make that judgment to myself and not necessarily go to them and point my finger at them. But I've made some kind of judgment about that situation, about them. Does that kind of make sense? Okay. Um, if you still have questions about it, we can we can hit it again in a couple Wednesdays. Remember, next Wednesday we will be in the sanctuary. Um, please be there. I think it will be really good for us to hear. Um, if you can, get a couple things from the list. Talk to Pastor Lane if there's anything else that we need to get. And I think they're done. It's 8.07. Sorry, guys, for keeping you a little bit longer. Um, Have a good week. Enjoy the rest of your week.
And... Tell Boy we miss him. Yeah, man. Tell him. Is he working? Yes.